0: Today I want to talk about recovery and what are the things that we can do to um, help our body to perform at its best. And you don't have to be a super athlete to think about recovery. Anytime that we push our body, we want to come up with ways to make sure that our body's ready to be active the next time that we are ready to be active. So my name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry. I had a talent for swinging a golf club, and I turned that into a a, um, a good corporate career. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed what I did. But like any corporate career, you do it to, if you want to be really good at it, most of the time you have to do it to the exclusion of everything else. Uh, certainly, I, that's the way I felt I needed to do it, and by 38 years old, I weighed over 250 pounds and, and my health was really out of control. And that's when I changed things around. I lost 100 pounds. I've managed to keep that off for uh, now, what, 15, 16 years. And in 2013, when they were introduced, the new skin products, the TR90 products, uh, became an important part of my maintenance. I love, love, love the protein boost. In fact, I just had. little concoction I make with steel-cut oats and some bananas and some walnuts and it it starts off my day fills up my body and feeds my body so um, I generally have that every day but this call is is not just about the products because you can't just take the products and get skinny it is about behaviors and the things that need to happen and change uh, to create a healthy body and so talking about creating a healthy body, one of the things that we need to do is move, is to get moving. And I know right now when this call is being recorded, we are, most of us are pretty homebound. Um, We are under, uh, uh, we're in the quarantine over COVID. So most of us are, are at home. But that doesn't mean that we can't or shouldn't be active. In fact, we probably need to, not probably, we need to take more steps towards being active because our, the calories we burn just from daily living, right, from running errands, from from walking here and walking there, or going to a job and being active inside of that job, those daily calories that we generally burn, for most of us, they're gone. Um, so if we even just want to maintain our our current weight levels, we need to be getting active. And the great news is there's, there's so many ways, and we've been covering that on these calls, there's so many ways that you can get active. Um, the thing of it is, is as you get active, sometimes you're going to overdo, right? Um, sometimes you're going to push your, your, push your body a little bit harder than maybe you thought you did. Um, and how do we get our body ready to be active the next time what are the things that we should do after activity so that's what I want to talk about today now some of this depends on how hard you pushed your body and you know certain days I, I work out I do something physical every day some days are more challenging than others And so, a little bit of this will depend on how much you challenged yourself in terms of recovery. And I'll try and point that out as we go through this. So, the first two things to think about is after you've had a hard workout, is what does your body need in terms of food and drink? If you have had a particularly hard workout, let's say you've got, uh, you went biking, you went biking, uh, you went running, maybe you did a really fast paced, Race walk of some time, of some kind. Generally, something where when you finished, you're tired. You're going, wow, that kind of that kind of depleted my energy stores. If you've done something like that, you need to pay attention to, especially pay attention to what you are doing with your food within 30 minutes of finishing the activity now pay attention to your food at that point no matter how hard you work out um, give yourself something to eat and you want to give yourself something to eat within 30 minutes of working out because that starts the 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 body on a recovery process right you're starting to feed the body Uh, you generally a great way to look at it is you need to replace some carbs and you need to replace some protein and you for the most part you want to replace that in a three to one ratio carbs to protein have something to eat, you know, good things to eat. You don't have to, if you had a really tough workout, you're going to eat more. If you had a fairly gentle workout, you're going to eat a little bit less in terms of calories. So more meaning maybe 300, less meaning maybe around the 100 to 150-ish area. So you want to look for a nice combination there. It could be a bar. Um, make sure you're reading labels because a lot of the a lot of the bars out there are just kind of glorified candy bars. It could be a bar. It could be what well, is an example. I like the protein boost um, after. Now it doesn't have quite as many carbs in, in a three to one ratio. So maybe like the protein boost with some fruit in it, or perhaps a banana. Uh, maybe you've got some frozen uh, berries that you could put into it. One of the other things that I like to do is I like I have a little. Um, Uh, powdered peanut butter. Uh, I use powdered peanut butter in the shakes because it's easier for it to blend than a regular peanut butter is. But three to one carbs to protein and just watch the number of calories, kind of adjust those based on your workout. Do it within a half hour of finishing uh, finishing your workout. And you may need to think about this just a little bit, right? If is maybe you need to have your snack pre-made or very easy for you to access. Now we happen to be a little bit closer to home. Um, but if you are, out and about and starting to maybe work out at the gym again, I know for some places that's probably coming really really quickly, is to take it with you. Um, One of the things that I always do with the protein boost is I put, uh, when I'm out, I have a shaker bottle that just has a scoop of the boost in it without any water because I know that at any point in time I can add the water to it. So make sure you get something to eat within 30 minutes of finishing your workout. The next thing is water, water, water. Um, if you want to have health, if your muscles, you want them to feel better, you need to get some of those waste products out of your body. And the most efficient way to do that is water. I don't recommend using the ga- Gatorades and things like that. Uh, they serve a purpose at certain points in time. It's my least favorite. I will tell you it's full of sugar. Uh, it's one of my least favorite things to use, Um Again, there's times that you may want to use it, but for the most part, it's just really focus on water and Again, studies have shown that it doesn't matter if it's uh regular still water or carbonated water uh your body just needs some water and One of the things that I do is after a workout, I have a twenty ounce bottle right there, and I make sure that I drink it. I just drink it after the water once that is or after the workout. Once that's done, I go back and I make another bottle and then start sipping on it. So give your body uh, the water it needs to to begin to flush out your system. So first two things, uh, food and hydration. Next thing would be uh, stretching. Typically at the start of a workout, we use dynamic stretching, which means we stretch while we're moving. So an example of a dynamic stretch would be uh, if we're stretching a hip, We're maybe standing on one foot and we put the other leg up in the air and we're rotating that hip to begin to stretch the legs or, uh, you know, we're swinging a leg to stretch the hamstrings. So dynamic stretching means that there's motion inside of the stretch. Typically, after workouts, we use static stretching um, that has a whole host of different benefits to it. So static stretching would be where you get into a stretch and you hold the stretch for approximately 30 seconds. Now, a couple of caveats here on the stretching. Number one, uh, is stretching should never hurt. It, 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 you know, To be effective, it should feel a bit uncomfortable, but stretching should never hurt. That's a way that we can potentially... Um, potentially really hurt our our muscles is by pushing it past into the point of pain. So you really shouldn't feel pain when you're stretching. Discomfort, yes. You want to hold a stretch for 30 seconds. And a great way to increase your stretching and your mobility is through breath. So if you're doing a stretch... You take and you do the stretch. You find that place where it's a bit uncomfortable. You hold it there. And you take some very deep belly breaths. And as you exhale, you see if you have the ability to stretch just a little bit further. Again, let your guideline be the fact that you should not have pain. You know, there are plenty of good stretching uh, videos on the Internet, and you've heard me talk about them before. One of my favorites happens to be Fitness Blender. Um, uh, and again, that's Fitness Blender there on YouTube, or you can go to their site, fitnessblender, uh, com. That's another good one. Other ways to help your body to relieve some of the, the um, muscle soreness that typically comes after exercise would be uh, foam rolling. Uh, again, if you have vascular issues, you probably want to check with your medical professionals before you do this, but uh, a foam roller is a great way to uh, get rid of some muscle adhesions and to help the body recover and heal. Uh, if you don't have a foam roller, perhaps you have a ball of some kind, like a tennis ball, and you can start to roll out different areas of your body, getting into some of those, some of those muscle knots and allowing the body to uh, begin to relax just a little bit. Another thing that you see a lot today are jolt therapy guns. Uh, so it's a therapy gun that uses, it kind of looks like a drill. Uh, it goes very quickly. And what it's designed to do is it kind of, think of it this way, it's kind of like a pounding on the muscles, like a little bit of massage. Uh, and, and jolt therapy guns have a lot of, they have a very substantial following. Uh, one of the other things I like to do is just self-massage. Uh, I've been typing a lot. Uh, so this isn't necessarily uh Uh, part of my workout recovery, but uh, I've been typing a lot, and even though I change positions, uh, I, I do have some bad habits in terms of being on the keyboard, and what that does is that causes some pretty tight forearms, which makes me more susceptible to potentially having carpal tunnel or things like that. So one of the things that I do a lot is self-massage. As I'm sitting down and I'm doing something else, I mean, I'm doing this right now as I'm talking on the phone, is I just get into my sore spots and I just start to um, massage myself, right? In fact, I have to tell you, I can't wait till this is over. Besides the haircut, one of the things that I'm really missing is uh, a, a massage from someone else because that loosens uh, that definitely loosens up my hips. So taking care of yourself afterwards, doing some active stretching as well as some of those active recovery things uh, to to help your body, to help your body get fit. And then the last thing is is good old fashioned sleep. Uh, we need somewhere between seven and nine hours of sleep a night, no matter how old you are. Uh, studies have shown that it doesn't change as we age. At one point in time, we thought it did. Our, our sleep habits may change though as we age for a variety of different reasons Um, if you know chances are you fall into one of two categories you may have some chronic sleep issues uh, that you need professional help with and if you fall into that category I would encourage you that after this is over seek out professional help Uh, there are generally sleep clinics in most big cities and uh, you, you your body needs it your body needs the rest uh, if you fall into category number two, where maybe you're not getting as much sleep because you're sloppy with your sleeping habits, um, a couple of things that you can do are make sure that you set a consistent bedtime and keep that bedtime throughout the throughout the week. Don't don't let it vary. Watch what you're watch what you're uh, eating and drinking after a certain point in time of day, because that can impact you. As an example, caffeine could keep you from sleeping. You may need to try things like meditation, watching your screen time. There are a variety of resources out there. In fact, I just saw another one, Harvard uh, Medical Publications, had some great publications, uh, and they just recently did one on sleep and ways that you can get better sleep. Uh, and I, I don't know the address the, the uh, website address offhand. But if you go- Googled Harvard Health Publications, I'm sure you could find one. Uh, and, and so no matter where you're at in terms of wanting more information on strength training or balance or things like that, they they have some fantastic resources and they're pretty uh, affordable. They're pretty inexpensive. So that's one of those ways that you can help yourself to get into recovery is watch what you eat and drink. Make sure that you're giving your body some food as well as some as some liquid to help with the recovery. Get into active recovery, do some stretching, some foam rolling, things like that, and then make sure that you are giving your body enough rest. So hopefully you've got something uh, from that this morning. I am, uh, don't forget, at the top of the hour, if you go over to the One Team Global uh, you, on Facebook, you're going to see one of our leaders talking about how to build a new skin business. But in the meantime, I am...